Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Event Tech Podcast. That gentleman over there from Endless Events, he is the psychological Will Curran. Whoa, and you know what that leads to is we got in the house the nappy Brant Kruger. Uh, N-A-P-P-Y. Yes. Yes. Very, very nappy. Nappy boy. All right. So definitely a millennial reference right there. <laughs> we've, we've been talking a lot of hardware over the course of the last few weeks as we've recorded these, and they've been kind of coming out in drips and drabs as we've tried to spread them out a little bit. But we've had a lot of hardware discussions. We kind of went through our personal journeys about phones and laptops and form factors and two-in-ones versus tablets. And Will dropped a little bombshell saying that he was going to bust away from his happy Google ecosystem and go out. Not far away. Not far away, not too far away. I was like, no, you're not going to Apple. You're not going back to Apple. That doesn't make any sense. No, he's not going back to Apple. And so he announced on the show not terribly long ago that he was going, his next phone was going to be the Galaxy Fold. And my exact response was, I'm so glad that you're doing it so that I don't have to. Um, so we wanted to share that with you guys as well out there. So we, uh, as again, as we're starting to experiment with maybe some shorter episodes, things that don't necessarily take a whole hour, things that are a little bit more topical that we can just kind of, uh, you know, chat about for a little while and then call it good. Uh, again, let us know how you like that format. You know, do you like them uh, long? Do you like them short? Well, you know, what? how do you feel about the, the episodes? And uh, are you okay with uh, mixing it up a little bit and doing these shorter things. So without further ado, Mr. Curran, you've got to start telling us about the fold. Yeah. So I've had it now for a whole month. So I am ready to make some uh, impress, not not just impressions, but decisions. Um, And actually, actually, uh, I hate to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Will. I realized just because you and I have been traveling a fair amount recently and the number of times that I saw people say, what is that? Yes. We might need to take back it up one step because apparently not the entire world has heard about this device. So yeah. <laughs> tell them, tell us what it is first before we start to go any further than that. I will say before I explain what this is, this is my favorite, probably one of my favorite features of the phone is the fact that I've gotten so used to it now that um, it is like, you know, second nature to me, right? Like I, I just know it, I use it and I you know, flip it open and... Um, and I forget it. And then people are just, what is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is a really weird thing to see. Um, so that's like my, probably my favorite feature is the, the eye-catchingness of it. Um, but yeah, so the Samsung Galaxy Fold is an Android device. So not too far from the Google ecosystem. Coming from the Pixel 3 is what I had before. And um, essentially, it is a what is a, essentially a folding tablet um, that folds up to the size of a phone. Um, so it has a screen in the front um, that is usable. That's the most interesting thing is most people didn't know that the front that a they even had a front screen but it also that it's usable like a normal touchscreen phone um, and when it's closed it's literally like it looks just like a kind of like a normal phone just with a really small screen um, but then what's cool about it and what makes it unique is that as you open the phone it folds and it folds open like you know a tablet and it's a little I, I don't know the specs off the top of my head and honestly that's not what matters um, it folds to like a handheld size kind of Kindle sized uh tablet device with and the screen literally folds on the crease it's not two screens like the surface neo which we talked about a couple episodes ago um, but it is a true one single screen display um basically turning in you have a tablet always in your pocket um 
And yeah, that's, I think, the the really cool part, which I'll definitely, I'm sure, dive deep into. Um, but yeah, it's running Android, full Android, um, and it literally does everything that a normal phone does, um, but also has a tablet on the inside. So It's like if that, I took two normal size Hershey's candy bars when it's folded, and then you old and full, open them up, and it's about, what, about a six-inch tablet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems maybe a little bit smaller. Maybe okay. five inches. Yeah. I, I'll find out the specs for sure. And honestly, you can probably Google yeah. size of screen on Google. And like you say, it's not about the specs. No one's buying this thing because it's got the latest Snapdragon processor or anything like mm-hmm. that or, or the amount of RAM in it. They're buying it because the screen flipping folds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually. And honestly, that's probably like, I mean, like uh, just start talking about specific impressions. Um, I ran from the Google Pixel, which has an amazing camera. I mean, says to have the best camera, but like, I mean, just, it's just an incredible camera. Never really have to think about the camera on it. Um, but this was definitely a step backwards when it came to camera quality. It's not horrid. I mean, this is like probably as better than, you know, my Google Pixel 1, but it's not the Google Pixel 4, the Google Pixel 3, but, uh, you know, that's my only gripe I have so far, one of my only gripes I have so far. So, yeah, you're not buying it for specs. You're buying for that screen and the form factor they have and the kind of the productivity that you get out of it, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's wild. Um, and what's interesting too, for, um, so we're uh, just so you guys know you, this is why you want to subscribe to eventtechpodcast.com because we're live streaming this out right now. And we let everybody know to come tune in, but I'm showing video of what it looks like. I also have this really wild skin on it made by the company D brands. It's they're called their robot skin. And it's also very weird. It looks like kind of like the test patterns you would see on a, a prototype car. Um, it's meant to be so, it's just like so an weird. Adult that, comic book. Yeah, exactly. Not, so, not like adult adult, but just like, a you know, with lots of tiny little areas to, to draw on. Absolutely. And I think that's what causes that. a lot of wows too. So yeah, I think it's not too long until, because it's black and white that I start filling it in like, you know, a coloring book. <laughs> right. uh, so we'll see on there as well. Um, but yeah, like um, I'm not sure where you want to start as far as um, my impressions as an event professional using it, um, but I have a lot of thoughts about this thing. And, well, yeah. I know when you first got it, because I, I think I saw you just a few days after you got it. Um, you were very dainty with the opening and closing because there was some concern about how delicate it is. Like literally Samsung sent out a video saying, make sure you don't scratch it. Don't get dust on it. For the love of God, don't get it anywhere near sand. You know, that kind of stuff. So, so has the, you know, are you still being pretty dainty about it? Or are you starting to settle in a little bit? Yeah, great question. I mean, obviously, so this phone got recalled in April because it had fragility issues um, and then got re released with a lot of warnings and then before it hit the US people were already trying to take apart the Korean version they were doing drop tests and everybody was like just really concerned it was going to be fragile and the, the thing that I think um, you know there's all these little things right like what happens if water gets in what happens if sand gets in the biggest fragility related thing is just that the center screen the big tablet screen is soft plastic most people don't realize that so because it's soft plastic it actually can scratch relatively easy versus a normal smartphone screen um, and so with that being said my biggest yeah when I first got it I had to remind like tell I was afraid to honestly I think the first day I didn't let other people <laughs> hold it um because um, I, we were talking in the Reddit forums about like who, like, you know, what processes are you doing to show the phone to other people and things like that. And everyone was like, I don't let other people touch it because they're afraid they're going to like take their nail to it or they're going to push hard on it. Um, after about three days, I just, I learned the right thing to say. And I learned, I have a script now when I hand it to people, <laughs> um, which is I hand it to people and I explain what it is and they go, oh, can I open it? I'm like, yep, here's the, here's the tips. Don't press hard on the screen. And if you're going to close it, there's a specific way that you close it the right way, which is don't press on the center. That's the kind of the natural way is people are like, oh, I'm going to press in the center to kind of cause it to bend. 
Um, but that's not the way to do it. You want to kind of press near the bottom of the of the hinge and then kind of push from the back. And I've learned that's kind of the way that uh, you do it. And it's totally natural. It's not like re- weird to do it that way. It's just kind of like knowing the tips and tricks for what to do. Like, hey, like when, when you have an iPhone, don't like put it in your back pocket and sit on it. Like simple <laughs> stuff like that, right? You kind of learned uh, on that end. But um, I, as time went on, I babied it a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, a lot of people concurred with me on that one on the Reddit forums was when you first get it, you're freaked out. You're like, I don't want to break it, this and that. I put like the official case because no one makes cases for this thing. There's a couple people make cases for it now. But then I then went to this skin, which is just a sticker on the outside. So not even like a protective case. And I was afraid to put it down hard, even when it was folded. But then I started babying it less and less and it's been fine. Um, and I haven't had any issues. I don't, I don't clean the screen regularly. Um, I don't really like, you know, I put it on my bathroom sink when I'm washing my hands. Um, you know, I've, uh, you know, I, I touch it after I eat. Um, you know, I'm not like super duper babying it. Um, and then honestly, the, the biggest, um, kind of revealer and excitement for me was I, I touch it after I eat. <laughs> well, yeah, like it just took know, me like, a second like, little, on that. That's all. Little things like, like yeah. on your hands, you right? Know. Like sometimes my hands are really dirty, but I, I like, yeah, I end up no. playing with it. Right? I know what you mean. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but then, um, the, the, the kind of the true test for this was, um, uh, I took this to uh, Austin City Limits Festival, and when you're in a music festival, you're dancing like crazy, you're moving around, and and again, like I probably didn't take this as far as some people. Some people like were afraid to have lint in their pockets; they would like empty out their pockets. Some people put it in an eyeglass case completely, so they don't even want to see the light of day. And my, in my opinion, with it is that like, look, if this thing's gonna break. I have the insurance on it through Best Buy. And also Samsung has like a no questions asked, we'll fix anything you want. The screen for like, I think 150 bucks, which is better than a deductible for most phones. Um, So I kind of like started not caring as much. And I took it to ACL and I said to myself, if it can survive the festival, it's a normal phone. Like I'm not going to baby. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to take it out when it's raining, when it's hot, when people are literally standing inches away from you, whack it out of your hand at any minute. Um, and it totally survived. Not a problem. I will admit, um, the thing I did learn though, and this is kind of a, a weird thing with the phone. It's a little heavy, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of the weight of two phones put together. Um, and at first you don't notice it in your pocket too much. I don't wear like a lot of basketball shorts. I'm usually wearing a belt. Um, so I don't notice it as much, but, um, I did notice that when I was at the festival, if I put it in my bottom pocket and I was dancing a lot, it does feel like it might just at any second, like just slide out, out of your, your pocket. pocket. Yeah. So I found I ended up putting in my jacket, my Patagonia jacket pocket that can zip. And then when it was kind of like close to me, no problems at all. Um, and that wasn't a, any sort of problem in any sort of way, but it survived. Like, I mean, a lot of dancing. <laughs> I danced a lot of ACL and, uh, you know, it rained all day, one day, um, you know, it was very hot some days and yeah, I mean like I didn't, I took a lot of pictures, a lot of video and everything like that and it totally survived fine. So I, I think, you know, you have to understand that you can't press hard on the screen. You don't want to take a nail file to it or your nails to it. But, you know, I think it's one of those things too that I, um, you know, one thing that helps a ton too is that I end up using the outside screen, I think a little bit more than I thought too as well, which uh, is interesting. So yeah, definitely no fragility issues in any sort of way. I know I ranted on that. It was a long story to explain that, but not a problem at all. I do think they do need to figure out a way to make it so I can not have to tell people to push hard on the screen. Um, and I think that will come over time. But in the meantime, you know, I haven't had any issues at all with any screen damage or anything like that. So, so overall, Happy you went for it? Yeah, honestly. Um, I know you're, I mean, you're, we talked about this when you first mentioned it, that you're, I mean, you like going for bleeding edge stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but overall, 
you know, is it meeting your expectations, exceeding about the right where you thought it would be? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely bleeding edge. Honestly, I'd like this thing even if it, I didn't use it 100%, but I think I'm ter- learning to love it because of how much it's making me more productive. Um, and I think, yeah, definitely met my expectations and exceeding it in some ways for sure. Um, I think that, um, you know, spoiler for sure, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping the phone. I'm not switching to the Pixel 4 that, you know, that's coming out or anything like that. I'm really happy with it because I think the biggest thing that came from this, other than just like, hey, it's really cool, um, it's bleeding edge tech is honestly, I been opening my, my laptop way less. Um, and I'll explain what that means is before, whenever I had to send an email or there was a long Slack conversation, um, or I wanted to watch YouTube videos, it was never the phone was the default. It was always the laptop was. Um, and sometimes if, for example, if I was sitting on the couch for two, three hours and I just wanted to kind of surf the web, I would default to pulling the laptop out. Now I pull the phone out. And honestly, I it, it showed so much that I used the laptop less that there was a couple of times where I forgot to charge laptop. And then I would show up at like a coffee shop near no outlets. And I was like, well, I'm screwed now. My laptop's not charged. I forgot it to even charge it. Whereas before I was so persistent. Laptop always on the charger, always ready to go and everything like that. Um, I did play around with it. I haven't used it as much as I thought I would, but I did. I have a Bluetooth keyboard I've been carrying around with me and a little stand for it so I can write emails on a keyboard. But to be honest, I've gotten really good at using the on-screen keyboard uh, on it as well. Um, and yeah, it's been really, really good. And I, the thing, the small things on here that have been great is um, Slack conversations. I can see more of the conversation. So if people are messaging really fast and f- back and forth, I'm not like losing track of the conversation very quickly. Longer emails are easier to read on it. And, and in general, reading is really easy on it. I, I read a lot of Feedly articles and Pocket articles, and I found that I probably burned through more articles with this than I have any other device ever before. So I think it's encouraging me to read more. Um and yeah, I think I think honestly, those are the three things is like better, more screen to be able to see chat messages, better, screen, bigger screen to see longer emails. And also, oh, and, and for, fourth, sorry, fourth thing as well is that um, I you get a bigger version of the website. So I'm not getting the slim mobile only version. I get like the tablet size one, mm. which sometimes makes the biggest difference. Um, so for example, um, our team uses a co-schedule to manage like all of our blog posts and our content calendar and everything like that. Before they didn't have a mobile app. So you had to go on the website and it doesn't have a mobile phone version. Well, now they do, it does have the main full version. Well, I can look at the full version of it on here, which now has game changed it because I've had three or four times people have said, hey, well, what are we recording tomorrow? And normally I have to bust out my laptop, click on it, do all those things, get on the Wi-Fi. Now literally I can open it up on here. Um, and that's been really game changing as well. It's just bigger versions of websites. You can see more things at once. So um, yeah, yeah, really, really happy with this thing. Um, and I'm trying to think of like if there's any like surprises that... I had along the way as well. What's been the biggest downside? Um, the weight is interesting. Um, okay. Obviously, like when I was dancing, I was really afraid it was going to bounce on my pocket. Yeah. Um, it's not a cheap device. Yes. Okay. So that's probably the, I mean, that's one of the things too is yeah. like, I mean, I'm obviously, I spent a lot of money on technology. Like I have a technology budget. No one really realizes this. That, like I have like how much money I'm going to spend a year just to buy new devices and try new things out. Um and it is not a cheap device. So it does freak you out a little bit to be like, if this slides on my pocket, just gets lost. Like, that's the downside. Another downside is that I've been hearing a lot of people, I mean, this is just nature of, I think, an early device, 
people don't have this device that want it. It's really hard to come by right now. Mm. Um, there's still people that are like, it's reselling really high on high prices. So I think that's a downside, but obviously I got mine, so I don't see that as a downside. Um, but honestly, one of the biggest downsides on here, and this is just coming from good, like being the, using the Google Pixel is I miss having the latest version of Android and all the features that come with a Google phone. In fact, um, uh, one of my buddies who we all we do is talk about tech and we do it every single week because we were, we were debating back and forth. I was like, I'm, I'm getting angry because Google is now hoarding special updates just for their phones, which is totally fine. I mean, obviously they want to sell more devices, but I, I assume they're more of a software company than they are a hardware company. So like, for example, all these new features are getting teased for the Google uh, Pixel 4 of like better camera, um, better Google Assistant, none of that's going to come to this phone in for like six months. And that's just sad to me because this is also Android. So I think that's one of the biggest downsides if you're really hardcore about like the Pixel 4, like, you know, great camera, the latest software updates. It does kind of suck not to kind of go back to it. Um, and the other downside is I do wish the front screen was just a little bit bigger, but it's still usable. Um, but honestly, I probably would use it even more if it had a front screen. But then the thing you have to remember is like, just open the phone and it's got a big screen, which <laughs> I, I forget about sometimes. If only I could see if this only. on a larger screen. Totally, totally. And that, what could I do? And it has made it a couple times where like, for example, uh, the AMC app that I used to book tickets on movies it looks horrible on mobile like you can't be trying to tap a seat you have to like zoom in on it to tap a seat now i don't have to do that because it's so big i just <laughs> literally <laughs> tap on it um giant touch yeah. targets um and then that's really i mean the main downside mm. that i've had i have a couple of like uh, i guess because it's so new too is a couple like bu bug software so there's a couple of softwares for example uber when you have it on the front screen and open up into the center it doesn't resize properly that'll get fixed in a software update um sure. I have another issue like doing Zoom calls for video calls um, that for some reason the speakerphone doesn't work. So I have to call in to do a speakerphone um, on there as well. Um, and then um, the other downside about this as well is that the hinge isn't really designed to like hold in place very, very well. Um, I'm going to try to describe this for all of our audio listeners. But you, when you open it, it does like stay open. Um, it doesn't like want to close, but like, I wish I could like tilt it at like a, a 90 degree angle perfectly and it hold like that. So for example, if I want to type on it, like a keyboard or something like that, mm -hmm. um, because for example, video calls are kind of awkward. I have to hold the device in my hand in order to take video calls and them to be able to see me properly. Whereas I do wish there was a better way to like set it on the, on the, on, you know, the table so I could use my hands and gesture and things like that. Like, you know, you do with a laptop. I think that's a kind of a missing feature uh, as well, but you know, maybe that's where I have to put it on a stand um, as well. So I'm, I'm rambling on. Uh, I really like this device. though. So overall, I mean, like if I definitely recap my thoughts, it's my new phone for sure. I can't wait until the second version who, my God, I don't <laughs> imagine what it's going to look like. Um, but I will probably be one of these people that now I'm officially a folding phone, I think user. Well, that was going to be kind of my next question is so obviously, you know, there's probably other people in our audience that are more tech forward, you know, um, who, who do you think should uh, think about getting this device? Uh, I think there's a lot of possibilities for event people. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the ability to have something quick and easy on the outside and then okay i need to check something a little more detailed or a little bit bigger on the inside um but uh, in general who do you think might be interested in this device um so if i think if you use a tablet regularly um this is your this is definitely a device for you um i didn't i didn't really ever have a tablet you know i had a kindle in my backpack um, you know, I use the iPad for very specific tech related things like running our switcher and things like that. Um, I do love my surface. 
book too that it turns into a tablet. But honestly, I detach it less than I probably sh- could or should. Um, but if you use a tablet all the time, an Android tablet, a Kindle Fire, you're going to love this thing because um, it will replace a device and now you don't have to carry two devices with you in any sort of way. Um, I think that's for who it's for. I think if you are um, – if you read a lot – Kindles, um, if you read a lot of like blog articles, Pocket, um, things like that, definitely. This device will game change it. It's right in your pocket. Um, huge, good to go. If you digest a lot of video content on your phone or tablet or things like that, you'll love this thing. Um, I, I definitely realized like I used to not like watching as many YouTube videos on, on phones. In fact, I was famous for a movie trailer would come out and they'd be like, oh yeah, let's watch a trailer. I'd be like, no, 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 I'm going to wait until it's on my TV or on my laptop, right? <laughs> right I won't watch right, it on right. a big screen. Um, but now I've been watching a lot more videos on here. Um, and I think that if your workflow benefits from having a little bit more real estate or multitasking, for example, Slack messaging while watching a video or writing notes while watching a video, or I, I know I keep saying video, but anything, writing notes while being in a Slack conversation or being in a meeting, being on Zoom call, that's where this will benefit from for sure. And I think that if you love technology and you want to feel like the future, this is this is the phone for sure. I mean, like nice. I, I do feel like I'm in the future like just looking at it. <laughs> well, I think we're, we're going to have to check back in with you uh, after a few months and see, see where you're at, see how the durability is going, see if you're still loving it. You know, as things, as far as things go with uh, software updates, we'll, uh, we'll kind of check back in at some point Definitely. and see how you're doing. If it's, it. if, nice. if it's okay too. I mean, I want to drop some like news that just dropped, I think today or yesterday uh, about some future folding devices. If that's okay. I think if you're in listening to this episode, you probably care about the future of folding devices, right? Yeah, bring it. Yeah, so um, there are always teases about the new Samsung Galaxy Fold coming out, but that's so far away. We don't even want to think about it. But more on the shorter horizon, um, we do have uh, Motorola um, has announced they have an event coming up in November where they're going to announce uh, the future of the – I don't know if they – again, like I, I mix sometimes rumors in with like official news because we we like I watch so many sources that can bring it all together. But I don't know if they tease the Razer or they said it's just a future device or whatever it is. But long story short, there's it's rumored that in November they're going to do an event that will launch the new Razer phone, which will be a vertical uh, folding phone. And um, honestly, I don't know how that's going to affect for the (laughs) the future of devices and what it's going to look like. I like this tablet format versus the vertical, but I think that um, it's going to be really exciting. I think in the next six months, we'll probably see, I bet, three to four more folding devices get announced and then get released as well, which I think is uh, an exciting time for the future. Well, you shot me an article on uh, Lenovo's prototype foldable PC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's pretty cool. And so right now it's still prototype stage. You know, we we were talking obviously a little while ago, a few episodes back about Microsoft's things that aren't going to come out until 2020. Uh, you know, the the Neo and, and the and the Duo, but those are dual screen devices. This looks like a big version of of the uh, of the fold where it looks like a laptop and you open it up, though, and it's all screen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, across the fold. And it looks very similar in that, you know, you can kind of see the crease, um, you know, but not 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 much. And, uh, you know, and then it's a full right onable you know, tablet, not, not even, well, tablet PC. Yeah. Where, and they show it doing exactly what you were talking about it, where they bend it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at a little bit of an angle. And then the bottom oh, part yeah, becomes hinge. a touch type, you know, a keyboard, mm-hmm. uh, on the screen. And then you can type on the upper part. So it'll be really interesting to watch this category as we move. And then, you know, I've talked about many times in the past, just how this foldable display technology is pushing things forward in our own AV industry and how once we have the ability to kind of map and mold display, 
tech onto things, I think is really going to open up things and has the potential to actually get rid of projection, I think, at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your first yeah, thoughts. Like I say, we'll be checking in, uh, I think, from time to time. And, and as we, I think as we get new tools and toys, we should absolutely continue to do this. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Want to thank you all for listening. Again, let us know. Are uh, you liking these, uh, you know, shorter format episodes where we can kind of hit a topic in the time that it takes uh, without having to feel the need to stretch it out to an hour? Uh, be sure and check everything out at eventtechpodcast.com. You're going to see all the show notes, links to the resources shared, transcripts we'll shoot a link to that new cool uh, foldable Lenovo uh, PC article. All you're going to find all the links to subscribe in your favorite podcast apps, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Play, the new Google, new Google Podcast app. We want to know what you think, so contact us hashtag Event Tech Podcast. Let us know at Event Tech Podcast at HelloEndless.com if you prefer the old emails. And thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll see you next time on Event Tech Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast. Event Tech, so gotta be out. So gotta be out. Get out, get out, get out. Be right back. Yep. (laughs) 